What's up, Spotify, YouTube, Anchor? Everything. Dude, I just clicked record and you just hit me with the best intro ever. You're welcome. All right, so that is welcome, the Welcome to a Napster original podcast. Yeah, with your boy Bish and Pro Benchwarmer. What's up, people? <laughs> Yo, t- so today I brought in a guest. Uh, we're going to be speaking about... Fuck. Money. <laughs> yes, the aspect of money when it comes to duelings and comparing it to the TCG. My boy Bish here didn't really play too much of the TCG, but he's all dueling style. And me, I have my dabbles into the TCG, so I got a little things to speak about on that aspect. But you want to start it off, Bish? Yeah, okay. I didn't ever play the, uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG specifically, but I did play a lot of competitive Pokemon TCG. And you know, there's... Oh, dope. There's like this understanding when you play real-life trading card games that you're going to spend money. Yeah, definitely. And there's also this understanding that your investment will eventually not yeah. be worth anything because of rotation. Rotation, definitely. Right? And, you know, that, 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 that's a normal thing in card games. Every- you don't want to play the same format forever and ever and ever and ever. And that's that's but everything like, but Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, but it's like in, in dueling, there's people just get so frustrated that Konami won't ban list things because people paid money for them. Like, they got the $1.99, like, SR three-pack deal, or they got the guaranteed URs, or, you know, whatever it is. And I think Konami is real hesitant to do the same kind of thing. They don't want to completely outright ban Treacherous Trap Hole, even though some people even want though, that. Yeah, totally just, because, just because there's a money money attached to it. Yeah, I'm like, there are probably people who dug that whole box just because they wanted three copies of Stretch. Yeah, but it, luckily but I wasn't one of those people. <laughs> I mean, I... I think I do. see. I, let, let's do some definitions real fast. Okay, yeah. so I consider a free-to-play player exactly what it sounds like. You spend zero dollars mm-hmm. on the game, right? Like you get all your gems from farming, all that stuff, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then there's budget players, which is what I consider myself. You don't, you know, you're not gonna like every time a box comes out, completely buy out the whole box every time. No, but you probably gonna, buy like, like a couple of the deals when the sales go up, right? Absolutely. You know, like when those dollar ninety nine deals come out, I'm probably gonna pick like two or three boxes. Yeah. Those are gonna be the ones I'm gonna hit. Kind of cross my fingers and hope for the best sort of thing. And if you know you get it, cool. If you don't get it, well, that's when you, you know, you adapt kind of thing. Yeah. And then you've got like your whalers who aren't gonna spend those like. $200 to yeah, they clear just, out a main box. They buy the whole box like three times. They're the first people in yeah. PvP with like three cyber dragons and you're like, how the hell did you even get any of that? And they're like, I spent credit card money. And it's like, this yeah, this is I, digital cards, man. I activate my mom's credit card. Yeah, and like, it's like, I have a weird relationship with that too because at the beginning, I was really hesitant to spend money. So I'm like, it's a it's digital cheating card. See that? It's meaningless. And I'm like, all my fucking Pokemon cards are sitting in my attic. <laughs> yeah, that, so, that's, that's so the same I, thing. And even when I play Pokemon, like TCG, I still only played it, you know, once every couple of months, maybe? Because I'm like a busy boy with like a busy life. Yeah. And so I couldn't like go and play every single weekend. So that's part of my understanding with the game, though, you know? Like, I'm going to spend money on these cards, and I'm going to use them sometimes and have fun with them. Yeah. And the time they're, they're going to sit, you know, in my closet, or I'm going to play with my one friend who would come over to my house and play with me kind of thing. Yeah, like, I, I feel like if you're going to invest into anything, invest comfortably. Like, don't go all out if you know that you're not, one, going to get any fulfillment from the money you just spent on one, either digital cards or just 
physical cards where you don't have the like for me i wanted to get into the the, the Yu-Gi-Oh tcg like more because i've been watching a lot of competitive Yu-Gi-Oh. like recently i haven't watched that much duelings content on youtube i really watch like team aps and team samurai x1 and like i'm like yeah i want to find a locals and like go play a Yu-Gi-Oh. like bring out a deck and like go play an actual event or something like that but like i can't find a locals near me so every time i see a box or a booster pack of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, I'm like, cool, I want to spend the $4.99, but when am I ever going to use these cards, ever? So it's like, why even waste the money kind of thing if I'm not even going to be able to utilize everything? And my thing with spending money in anything, especially when it's card games where it's a sealed product and you don't know what's inside of it, especially with uh, Duel Links, you could spend money on the, the deals and still not get the cards you want. And it's like yep. you kind of wasted the one ninety nine or you know however much you spent trying to dig for that one card maybe to complete your deck. Like I just spent all day grinding out gems just to get white or a dolphin. I finally got it right before I called you. That's how hard I've been trying to get that one card. But like had I spent money and waited this much time spending money, I would have felt like I wasted a lot of money just to get one digital card. Like I don't I don't I don't really equate that as like worth it. So I've never like actually spent too much money in this game ever. I remember I bought like the UR deals, uh, a couple of like the three packs, one SR deal, but I don't spend too much because I start to notice the trend in the quote unquote sales. Like when it gets to like 36 packs plus one UR for $30 and then you look at the deal, like the standard 30 packs for $30 plus 300 yeah. gems, that's the same deal. You're paying $30 just to get a, a guaranteed, like a guaranteed random UR. That's trash. Like once you get past the, maybe the first two deals, everything is just carbon copy what's already there. And it's not really yeah. a sale. So like, what's the point? Repackage kind of thing. Yeah, it's just repackaged. Like, oh, it looks really nice because this button is now gold. Like, it, like yeah. <laughs> it's not really worth it for me. And for me, like, once, I, once again, on the topic of digital cards, I'm not going to be able to, like, oh, spend all this money and then, oh, yeah, I'm going to be going to Worlds with Duel. Like, I don't treat this game like that. Like, that. I'm not that much of a tryhard to, yeah. like, want to push super competitively and put my money where my mouth is and like show my skill with how much money I've dropped in the game. Like, yeah, I don't feel like that is really worth it in my opinion at all. But you I know, like whoever I, whales, I like the dueling setup for me who can't go to tournaments all the time because I'm a busy adult kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Because it gives me a way like I can I can play like fifty games of Yu-Gi-Oh a day. So like I feel like if I've invested, you know, X amount of dollars in this game, like I'm getting my money's worth as opposed to spending X amount of dollars on like physical cards when I maybe get to play once a month or month, you know, every two months or six weeks or whatever. I'm getting to really enjoy my investment in this as opposed to not getting to. But at the same time it's also like I, I really don't have anything to show for it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, now that's you know that's unless you know I join one of the dueling meta tournaments or something like that you know like make some money out of it but again that's kind of like you have to invest if you look at their deck list you kind of either have to invest a lot of time mm -hmm. or actual money to get those you know those three copies of Secret Samurai Keys on or whatever it is or Legendary Six Samurai Keys on yeah so that you can have you know like that perfect Six Sam deck or whatever that. Dude. Blue eyes egg is that yeah, one star tuner. The one that's a tuner, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking about six samurais, man, that box played me so hard because I tried. I dumped <laughs> all of my gems into get into that box. I got one. Um, I got one Shien and no Kizon, and I tried to go so hard into like that season. 
to try to hit King of Games with just one Sheen. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to reset the bots without getting his uh, keys on. I got another Sheen and then one keys on. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done with all my gems. I have literally nothing. I'm not grinding up any characters just to get this one deck. Then I feel like that's wasted gems. I, I, I got King of Games with that deck on the last day, having to feel... Every, like having to witness everybody of my like of all of my opponents have like three keys on and i'm like yeah oh my god where did you get that like how did you how are you comfortable like what what happens when this deck gets nerfed and you spent all that money to get into one deck and perfect it and then like oh keys on is limited to one it's like oh fuck like <laughs> and you know i always wonder about like this kind of game like will konami ever truly nerve like a UR. Yeah, like, that's will they will they will they ever put like a keys on at two? That's what they you know like obviously they're gonna nerf like URs like Amazon Princess or like you know the the, the non box ultraers but anything else beyond that just I just don't know. I, that, that's one thing that has always irked me because like when people talk about ban lists on the Reddit shout out to the subreddit um r slash duelings but every time they talk about the ban list there they're like oh yeah Konami won't limit that because people spend money on that and it's like. Should that be a reason why something doesn't get limited? Like, what if we get a very explosive ultra rare? Like, let's say for Christians now, since I wanted to play Christians. What if Sulfonir or um, Quad Quadrac? I can never Quadrion Gandrax. There you go. That's the name of it. Um, what if Quadrion Gandrax becomes like that splashable synchro that just blows up the meta? Shouldn't it be limited if that's the case? Like, shouldn't cards that are doing as much work as these rares as these um super rares shouldn't they also get hit with the limit like even if i spent money for it sure i spent money for it but if it's that good of a card it should still get the same treatment no i agree with you and i think it's kind of weird considering i remember when i did play like i don't play competitive play because i was like 11 or some shit like Yugo had just come out but like even just looking at the the website and the early 2000s they already had a semi-limited and mm -hmm. a limited list yeah, the first like, couple of cards to get limited were like things like shoot, Monster Reborn and Monster shit like that. Reborn, like, things like Delinquent Duo and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Just, just inherently broken cards. And I'm like, people spent money on those cards. Yeah, that, that's what because I like, wanted to talk about when it comes to TCG. And the TCG, similar to Duel Links, in Konami's eye, you have to buy physical sets for cards. And you and spend five, all $5 this... $5 for 10 cards. Yeah. And you spend all this money for praying that you get like the card that you want or the link monster that you want and so on and so forth you can blow and, and there's there is no dollar 99 for guaranteed no there's no deal. guaranteed nothing there's maybe a guaranteed uh super rare i think it is in every pack um but like if you it want is. that I, when i was playing it was always just a guaranteed you got something shiny yeah yeah um <laughs> um you may like if you're pulling for that like ultimate rare that's one out of four in a box set like you know good luck spending all your money to try to get that one card because you can right. open up 36 packs and never get the card that you want so like you're blowing all this money to try to build up a deck when the ban list comes and it hits that card that you dig all that time spending all that money to try to receive do you feel hurt because your pocket was hit you're hurt because of the ban list no because the card was busted and the, the busted card needs to get taken care of. I don't feel like they should baby our, oh, well, the people were dueling. But, like, if the people were spending money in the game and you hit something that they spent money on, if they're naturally spending money, they're going to keep spending money. Like, I don't yeah, think that but, that's and if they And if they spent money on that box, there's probably another archetype or another card in that box that's, that's going to be good now. Yeah, like, the way that support, like, you've been, you, you've been through my whole series of box benchformers where we just, like, 
they we all think about like you know there's cards and support in the future for archetypes that we get in these boxes yeah they may hit a ur that hurts the main archetype out of a box but those other rares and normals they're gonna get their support later on and they're gonna be good too like look at gem knights in the first box that they came out of they were hot garbage second box yeah they were okay i hit king of games with it when they when we finally got um lady Lapis i remember Lazuli. your struggle yeah it was oh dude and now we got block dragon and the deck is busted that they had to hit lady lapis azuli on the on the ban list and it's like yep. that's what i mean like the decks are gonna get progressively good so i don't feel like babying people's wallet because one archetype is blowing things up because of the urs or the srs that they're fearing to get um hit on the ban list because people are gonna complain Screw the complaints, man. Just keep giving us good support for the archetypes that haven't had the archetypes. Well, that, and you would, you would think Konami would understand being in this game for so long. So thank like, you. If, you. if you don't have a healthy metagame, your people who are going to spend money on new boxes every single month when you release them, they're going to stop playing. Because it, they're going to get bored. Exactly. Like, I, I, took, I, I took like a good like two months off from Duel Links not too long ago because I was tired. Yeah. Like it was, it, it was the same. It was around the time that the Lunas and Umbra event came out because I don't have them, and I'll forever kick myself for not getting them the first time because <laughs> um, I fucking wanted Master Pew before it was destroyed. Um, I, I stopped playing them because I was so bored. I was seeing the same shit over and over again. I mean, it was literally Red Eyes and then uh, Neo yep. over and over and over yep. and over and over again. It was so boring. I actually stopped, took a break um, from playing this month. I just started playing and trying to climb just now because I was waiting for the nerfs for Subterrors. Because Subterrors is such an annoying yeah. deck. And it's not even because of the deck, it's because of the skill. Like, yeah. without that skill, Subterrors You know what, though? Like, Subterrors don't have that skill now, and they are such a fun deck to play with and a fun deck to play against. Like, I, right? never, I, I, never, I never had that so I never got to play him. However, I have three Umas and three final battles. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna build this damn deck out of fun. So I've been like running like the lab builder version. Yeah. And, and it's a lot of fun. Dude, I played I played it with Heavy Starter with a lot of like flip monsters and it was okay. Uh -huh. And then I switched to the lab builder when you mentioned that on Twitter. Dude, it's fun. It's very fun. And like, I feel you like... To, you have to think about it. Like, big brain decks are fun, man. You, dude, I try to play Metaphys and it's hilariously fun. And it's oh, missing yeah. its best card. Is so funny. And it's missing its best card in, in Metaphys um, Ragnarok, I think it's called. Where it, you summon it, I think it's either, either when it's normal or special summon, it banishes three cards from the top of your deck automatically. Oh, 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 yeah, it's missing its best card, and it's still a fun deck. And I mean, like, when I mention oh. that, when I mean by mentioning that card, is that these archetypes are going to get their support later on down the line. So I don't feel like uh, when it comes to the, the topic of ban like banning the high rarity cards, like I feel like we should dash they should be on the chopping block like everybody else. Like I feel like Shein should have been on the chopping block like everyone else. Like ooh. Well you know, I didn't even think Shein is a real problem because even most decks now just run two. Oh definitely and, reali and realistically, like in most games where you watch six game replay, they were only hitting one down. Because you don't you don't really need Two. Like, you can run two and totally, like, swap out a game if you want to, but the play is, I mean, a Shein and a Nishi and then usually a Kizan, just mm -hmm. for, like, big bodies. Yeah. Because then you've got, you've got full, you have full board coverage like that. You got a bounce, you and got a negate, you got 21, uh, 2100 or 2200 bodies at Yeah, he's 22. Yeah, 22. And then he goes up to 25 if you're running ties. Yeah, it's, it's busted. It's, it's busted. It's and busted. I, and, part, and you know, I just, I really do enjoy playing 
playing around with that deck because I don't have those three keys on. Like, I I, I did the same thing as you. Like, I totally spent all my gems on that new six sandbox on whichever one it is. The, the Warriors Unite one. Yeah. And then I got my one, I got my one of both, and I was like, alright, well, I'm gonna, I don't really want to hit the box anymore, so I'm gonna keep trying. And then, you know, like, whatever, kind of played for a little bit. I think it was about that time I sort of fizzled out anyway. And then, uh, when Six Sam got put on Tier 1 again on Duel Links meta, I was like, you know, man, I'm just kind of digging this box. Meta, like, I really, I don't really want anything in the, in the new box or whatever. I'll just go for this one and use all these three gens. And I got, uh, my second shield really fast. Nice. I was like, cool. You know, I'm going to play with this now. And it's fun, you know? Like, I think, I think that's what a lot of people who've been, I don't want to say like the competitive people. I think it's like a mix of casual and people who think they can be good if they spend a lot of money. Sorry about that, the Discord noises were nuts, but we were talking about <laughs> Six Samurai and adjusting things for not having like spent all the money that you could into one box. I feel like pouring too much of re too much of your resources into one box is nuts. But I want to talk about a resource that everyone has in abundance and no one can use, apparently. It's freaking gold. What do they do? Like they do absolutely after a while, nothing. If they Okay, so there was like a whole bunch of things I feel like Konami could do to make the game more accessible and more fun and use all these stupid ass resources to keep inventing. Dude, if, so you're, like, gonna, if you're gonna say crafting cards, I'm, I was just about to say that. You know what? I wasn't, but that's a really damn good idea. Dude, I just got into playing Teppin, and you know, shout out to Teppin. Teppin is a really, really fun game. But like, I was building a deck that I saw online. I did not have three copies of a card, and I noticed that I have like a ton of soul. And it's like, crap. And I'm like, oh, crap. I can make the card? Like, <laughs> what? And I just made three that copies. Would, and I was thinking, like... That would be pretty cool. Yeah. we I have, like, 9, 000, like 9 million gold in, in duelings. You know how fun it would Every, be? Everybody does. Yeah. How fun it would be if I got a UR from a box and said, oh, I play a, a million gold to craft an extra copy of this. What? Absolutely. And I feel like... Okay, so that that would be really cool, and that would be a good way to reward people who've been playing for a long time. Yeah. Like, I've been playing, I think, since, like, the six months the game came out. I've got everything worth getting out of the trader. And every time they release new trader cards, which isn't very often enough, IMO. Yeah. And it's usually not anything interesting unless it's for, like, a, a supported archetype already, like... Aramages or Aram something. Aramages, yeah. Like the only archetype that to come out of the card trader other than Hazy Flame that's been actually good. Yeah, and I feel like but you can't even say that like that archetype came out of there because it's just faint. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get the rest of the shit out of the box. Like, it's just it's just so goofy to me that they have this cool resource that they're just sitting on. Even if they added stuff that they didn't want to put in like SR tickets for or like UR tickets for, put them in the trader. Yeah. Dude, like, there's so many cards that I feel like maybe, like, I've been trying to find ways in my head or, like, in my videos in the past of how would this, like, cer certain card come into the game? Because maybe in a box it'd be too much, or it'd be a UR and be unreachable, or maybe you put it as a character level up reward, or it would probably be uh, unattainable then either. Like, I was thinking about how can we get cards like Plague Spreader Zombie and Unizombie, which are really good zombie tuners. And their effects are actually phenomenal, but like, how would it come into the game, so to speak? And I'm like, I feel like that's yeah. They kind of have like a weird problem where they're trying to stick everything in like this dueling narrative, but it's like, 
Dude, nobody gives a shit no about the storyline. Y'all yeah, crafted, just, but like, just fucking throw it in the trailer. Like, a, I don't, I don't. It's okay. I don't need backstory and to farm a character just to get a good card. Like, just put it in the fucking trailer. Like, I, I can appreciate that you have put all this work in to give me some cool events and like we're doing this, like the the two events going on right now with the GX Chronicles and the um, the Alexis event. Yeah. And it's like, sure, I appreciate the dialogue or whatever y'all got going on in there, but I don't read it. Yeah, I just skip and, through it. And almost all of it is, none of it's like unique to the game. It's all just like rehashing old anime it's like episodes. Putting, it's putting old anime stories into the game. Yeah. And it's like, if you didn't shoot yourself in the foot so much of that, like, we could actually have something. Like, we could all have Necro Valley if you hadn't made it a UR in a selection box. Yeah. I feel like. like uh, I feel like the with the you mentioned the, the chronicles. I feel like they fell off a lot with like the the story chronicle stuff. Cause you remember the first one gave us Yugi Moto. Like we at the yeah. end of it all, we unlocked the character we wanted since the game came out. Like the next one, the the I think the rewards are like pretty okay, and I think we got Tomb Barrel Dragon and stuff like that from it. And then everything yeah. after that, like the rewards in the current uh, uh, GX Chronicles, I do not care if I get three copies of them. I'm going into the lottery hoping I get five gems out of each pull. Like that's really it. Like I do because not care. Because the cards care. are so like they are giving us these really cool looking cards. Yeah, like, they do all of the hero support is bullshit. Dude, the best hero support is the mat we just got. That mat <laughs> like, is beautiful. That mat is beautiful. And then they give and then they give away these goofy ass skills to people, like to Jaden and to punch. and okay. to Yusei and stuff that are like super cool if you're role playing. Yeah, like, like I, I think that tuning as a skill would be good for the people who play all the synchro decks, like the con- like just a bunch of tuners and monsters, no back row, because tuning is such a good card. However, I feel like for the deck like that, you might as well just throw in beatdown, like it's just a better skill overall. Like, right? It, it turns into like yeah, role play. And like, and see, I feel like the the devs are really good about understanding when it's skill is kind of busted. Yeah. Like, because, I mean, I wouldn't say that Parasite Infestation was broken, but, I mean, obviously people weren't using it the way they wanted it to use mm-hmm. it, so they, like, they took it out, they fixed it. Like, cool, I can I can respect that. But, like, I just, uh, it just, it kind of makes me crazy that there's so many cool things they could do, and they don't do it. And then, that's, like, the developers of the game don't understand and have the same mentality as the people that made the TCG. Like, if you have an archetype that's broken, fix it. Yeah, or just think about that before implementing the cards into Duel Links. That's what I'm saying. Like, whose bright-ass idea was it to say, like, all right, Treasure Strap will destroy two monsters. We only have three monsters on the field at a time. Yeah, That's and you can idea. chain them both. Like- <laughs> solid, solid idea. This is good. Good planning. Good planning. Yeah, who play test duelings? Like, I want to know who actually sits there and goes, yeah, we're going to implement these cards in the next box. We should test them out. And somebody's like, nope, nah, shouldn't. Nope, just throw them in. You know what? I, I tested it, like, one time. It's fine. I never drew into it, but it's fine. Who it's cares? fine. Yeah, you know, whatever. And then this is that same uh, uh, thought goes into like whenever I think like cards that are missing is like who thought? Yeah, we're gonna implement this whole archetype and just one card they need. Screw it. We we'll give it in like we'll give it to them in like four months. They don't. They don't. They're not gonna see that much play. Who cares? You know. Like and so- I feel like part of that's kind of interesting to me as well, though. So like going back, I feel like six hands is a really good metaphor for almost everything like dueling related to like whaling and stuff. So, like, the, the initial release of 6AM was kind of underwhelming. Yep. Like, I remember, again, I never played the, like, the TCG super seriously. 
So, like, everybody was, like, losing their shit when Six Games was announced. They were really excited about it. There was, like, some cool stuff coming out. All of my friends who played the TCG were like, Six Games are busted. Like, if we get the right cards, it'll be great. Yeah. And we didn't get them. Let me, let me, get, like, let me let you know in. about the TCG Six Sam. They are just a warrior engine right now. With like the way Master Rue 4 is, there's a couple cards that they can utilize um, that just work simply because they're warriors and maybe level 3 and stuff like that. When Six Sam's was busted in the TCG, they would go Kazan into another... Um, no, it was Kageki into a, maybe Kizaru, link that up into a... What's this card called? Um, it's all two tails of the Noble Knights, which just needs two warriors. Adds a warrior to your hand, lets you dump equip cards to special summon a warrior from the deck since it's a Noble Knight card. You can just special summon any other Noble um, Warrior. So you can special summon Kizaru. Kizaru's effect activates, search another card from the deck, link that off into something else. You can summon a K um, Kageki into another level 3, make uh, Emic Saber Invoker, which just needs two I already surrendered. Yeah, exactly. It was busted. <laughs> Busted. But but so like people were really excited about it, but then we didn't get those stuffs, right? Like Damn. we got like we got we got Shein, or yeah, we, well we got Great Shogun Shein. Yeah, we got great, cool. We got Great Shogun Shein, which was nice. But then we got all the other must require and other six samurai monster on the field in order to yeah, activate yeah, yeah. this effect. But they didn't they didn't give us any of the cool special summoning like nope. six sams. They didn't give us dojo. They didn't give us anything that you actually needed to be successful. Nah. And so it was like, eh, okay. However, if you had actually bought into that box, you already have some of the stuff you needed for when Six Sam's got released with Anishi, got released with Synchro. Yeah. Like, got, when, it, when it got all the stuff that actually needed to be successful. Yeah. And so you kind of got rewarded for, I guess, like, you sort of get rewarded in a way if you complete a whole box anyway. Yeah. Like, I feel, I even, feel if like... you, even if that card don't have, like, a UR or they have extremely limited support or it's like, this will be cool later like, yeah, they, you they, still get kind of rewarded for it if it comes down the line. So, yeah. again, I feel like Konami does something right. Like, you are rewarded if you play for a long time and you invest in new boxes as they come out and stuff. Mm -hmm. like, <clears throat> like, like with Metaphys. Like, Metaphys has like five cards right now. Yep. There's no, there's no reason why there wouldn't be more Metaphys monsters coming. Like the, the Ragnarok one or whatever one you were talking about. Like, well, the only, the only problem, the only problem with that is that aside from the Ragnarok, it's a synchro that required, that has an effect about Pendulum monsters and a Pendulum monster as the rest of the Metaphys support. So they would, we wouldn't get those until we get Pendulums down the line and just because of the text on the cards. But like, dude, come on. And the monster that I told you about, the level, um, Ragnarok is a level 4 tuner, so I thought that we'd get it because it's a tuner, but I guess it's just too good for us to have a freaking vanishing three off the top. My, like whatever man but like like you're saying as if you play for a long enough time if you take interest in any small archetype or series of cards eventually you get paid off like when i was playing um when i was playing gem knights and i was playing block golem and i was like oh block golem is so dope i hope we get block dragon bong we get block dragon like it's it's like it just takes like waiting and patience but i feel like it's satisfying yeah it's satisfying that that way but I feel like if you just dump everything into a box, it just becomes very clear that like that is the archetype you should be playing. And then people who wail out and get those cards is like that's like the only deck you're going to be playing at the moment. And it's like yeah. And then when it when it like once again uh, dialing it back to uh, what we started with when we were talking about like what should those cards get hit, dude? If even if they get hit, just look at the rest of the box and you know that 
any other archetype that maybe has as the, the most support as possible in that box, you're gonna get the rest of their support later on. Like look at Fire Fist if you really want to look at that. Fire oh, Fist yeah, are in like sure. four boxes, and we finally got the whole archetype. And yeah, they're trash at the moment because they don't have any negation or disruption or so to speak. But maybe down the line we get something like Vulcan the Divine, which is a six-star fire earth um beast warrior um synchro monster that says return one face up card on your field, Re return onto the hand, return one of your opponent's cards, face up cards to the hand. You can't use those um the names of that card for the rest of the turn. So like it, with the continuous spells and traps that Firefist may have and the synchro the, the tuners that um Firefist had, they're locked into I believe either fire or beast warrior monsters. When they synchro summon, you can make Vulcan the Divine. It still gets boosted up by your um, continuous spells and traps because it is a beast warrior. And you can actually send back your Tensu or your Tenken or anything like that back to the hand to remove a monster on your opponent's side of the field. I feel like that would be the next in line card for Fire Fist to get in order to still remain competitive, even though they're not really competitive right now. But like, even though I invested to try to get Fire Fist cards in the trash, I can hope for us getting both in the divine in the future. You get what I mean with that? Oh yeah, for sure. Like I like my I did my video for Magnet Warriors saying that I hope we get Berserk uh on in the future. And I invested into getting three deltas and I um, leveled up uh Yugi Moto to get uh beta the Electromagnet Warrior and now we have Electromagnet Warrior. They're tiered for some reason. I have not ran into them at all. But like that feels satisfying to finally get that support in the future, but I knew it was gonna have to come. Eventually, it was going to have to come, and that's what I mean. And I like I like that they will give you cards in boxes that support like the archetypes that characters have. Yeah, like like I like that Magnus got their big payoff in this latest box when we've been having these like diamond cards from leveling up UV for so long. Mm -hmm. Like. I like that we continuously give support to people who play Dark Magician and Blue Eyes because they're ride or die. Like, yeah. they're going to keep playing those decks anyway. Yeah, and I feel like that's what we're supposed to feel like when it comes to all the hero support, but I'm pretty sure Konami knows that all these hero cards suck if we don't have, like, Stratos or... Okay, okay, so I, 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 I got I to talk about this now because I forgot about it, but now I'm all mad about it again. I'm getting really tired of structure decks running the game. Yeah, I can, I can totally... Like, I can totally reason with you with that. And here, here's why. I don't mind, I don't mind the structure decks that came out initially. Like, when Ancient Gears first released as like that Crowler event, and they were everywhere on the ladder, holy shit, they were fun. Yeah. They were fun, because they were free. All you had to do was play the game, all you had to do was get Crowder, level him up, you had everything, right? Mm -hmm. It was fun as shit. And then it fell off. Cool, that's natural. And then they released the structure box. The structure box is really fucking busted if you buy three of them. Mm -hmm. And it like it kind of gives us like, okay. I feel like ancient. I feel like the ancient gear deck was pretty broken for a while, and it stayed pretty consistently in the meta. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. What bothers me a lot is the neo deck. Yeah. Because you can put it in everything, deck, and that doesn't feel like a healthy meta to me. Like I shouldn't. I, I shouldn't be able to have a really shitty archetype and then put neos in it, and boom, it's like tier one. I feel like when it comes to the structure decks. It puts incentive to like, okay, I didn't get what I wanted, but if I wait enough and spend the right money because they're going to give me a structure deck for it, I should be able to play it. Like, I feel like when Cyber Dragon came out in this box and it was like the ill clickbait of, oh, we got Cyber Dragon and Cyber Twin Dragon as URs, but no other Cyber Dragon support. 
I'm pretty sure we're gonna get an EX structure deck with like Cyber Rev Systems, Cyber Net, uh, Cyber Dragon Birds, and Cyber Dragon Nastin, and Cyber like all the yep. smaller Cyber Dragons, and maybe another copy of Machine Duplication, and so on and so forth. But it will come out yep. of a, 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 a structure deck so that it'll be busted in tier one because people have spent the money to get the cards that they needed. But like, why don't you just put that in the box if that's what you wanted? And again, it just goes back to the thing. I don't know why Konami does this. Like, why Why do you feel the need to make these, like, super expensive-ass things be tier 1, be tier 0, unbreakable or whatever, then you have to go do some weird shit with the ban list, or, like, go nerf a skill or something. So, like, only in two months, you lost all these people who don't want to play on, like, high ladder anymore, because that's all they're seeing. Yeah. Whereas, if you would just limit something, fix it. Like, just, just fix it. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. And, and <laughs> my thing with like the limit, the ban list, I, 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 I'm pretty sure somebody can pull up like my uh, quotes and stuff like that on, on the subreddit. My thing with the ban list is I feel like the support should be spread out evenly before things get hurt. Because like, okay, something is going to be like overwhelming on the ban list, like abusing the skill mass tribute, of course it's going to get hurt. But like if um, Subterra's got like Subterra Guru. Yeah, it would be a good deck that didn't require that skill. And maybe in the future it's gonna have to hit Guru in some way, shape, or form. But um that's what I mean. Like every deck should have an even amount of support so that when it hits the PvP, it comes down to player skill rather than the um availability of the cards. Right. And you know, like this is this game is meant to be played really fast, right? Like like I said, I could play fifty Yu-Gi-Oh matches if I wanted to in like a couple hours just sitting on my couch. Like you're supposed to play this game very quickly. And I feel like when you start taking it seriously, you start entering maybe like, you know, unofficial offline tournaments or you start doing like Casey Cups pretty seriously. Mm-hmm. Like you might start investing some actual money. And like, if that's, that, that should be, to me, that would be the market you want to go for. So like you should make your game be balanced prior to like you prior having to, these yes. issues. Yes, yes, yes. And as we're, as we're slowly approaching the three year mark in this game, you'd think they'd have figured that out by now. Yeah, like especially when they, they show us the top fifty cards used in, in on the PvP and you know they're the same what four decks that have been yep. running the PvP. Like even when you go to spells and traps, it's just the same cosmic cyclone, um, Treasure Chapel. Not to say that those cards aren't good. I'm just saying that the decks that they're and played they- in, they're only played there because the deck maybe struggles with back row or struggles with bigger monsters. Whereas if right. the deck probably had all of its support, maybe it didn't have to struggle like, with I don't- I don't even mind necessarily those, like, quote-unquote staple cards, right? Like, all, all TCGs have those cards. Like, Pokemon has, um, they always have, like, the professor, insert professor's name here. Yeah. Where you, like, discard your hand and you draw seven new cards. Yeah, draw whole or, like, hand. The, or, like, you've got, uh, you've got the in cards that lets you and your opponent shuffle your whole hand in, draw as many cards in as you shuffle out, right? Like, every deck runs those cards because every deck needs that kind yeah, of Yeah, they're staples. Like, they're, they're staples. So, like, your Cosmic Cyclones, uh, Galaxy Cyclones, you know, Econ, even Treasure 3, you know, it's whatever it's worth. Like, those are staples. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they did something really, really good when they made Econ and Treacherous semi-limited kind of in, like, the same breath. Yeah. Because, like, it, it, I like it because it makes you pick your staple. Yes, I, I was going to say when when you when you have to pick your staple, it now comes down to can my deck function without this card. And it's also cool when you get decks that are like super duper OP, like without the staples, like OG Cyber Angels or Dude, OG like Amazon OG Ninjas, like OG Ninjas. 
Ninjas uh, played nothing but ninjas cards. Uh, that it, was it, a it, that it. was a completed archetype for dueling. That was uh -huh. that was so good. Oh, I love ninjas. That was the first deck I ever hit King of Game Dude, I dude, I fucking <clears throat> love the ninjas, like climbing with ninjas. And, and and that's my thing when it comes to like uh support. The decks with the most support are clearly gonna do better than the ones without. Like the top decks in the meta clearly have all yeah. the cards they need to be be competitive. Of course, decks like penguins, well, that's not really like a, a deck so to speak. But of course something like Scraps isn't gonna be on the tier list because they're missing Scrap Dragon, they're missing Scrap Yard, like they're missing important cards for the deck. Of course decks like freaking Gladiator Beast are not gonna be competitive anymore because they're mixing cards that actually let them play in the current meta like Noxious and yeah. I, 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 I can keep listening. Like when people said, oh it's maybe too little too late for Aliens, I'm like yeah, because <laughs> the meta doesn't give a fuck about face up cards. Sending it well, back. Then there's like everything is moving on the board the whole time. Yeah. Like you used to, you used to be able to like establish a big body and leave it there. So like putting counters on it was really effective. But now like we're sweeping your whole field every fucking turn. That's why it's an OTK meta like nine months out of the year. Yeah. So like that's that's what I mean when it like I feel like things the the, the um the spread should be balanced when it comes to like support. And then hopefully then let the people, like the player's skill or how they manage to deal with the deck, how they fine tune it. Like seeing people try to fine tune Christians right now to make it work in the meta. I'm like, dude, that's freaking awesome. Even though they're missing like two other synchros within their own archetype. I like the fact that you're trying. Like, <laughs> and, I, and I like, yeah, and I like people who will keep playing a deck even if it like falls off a little bit. Like if you go into certain like dueling discords, they have, you know, they have a channel for every single deck. And there will be decks that haven't been, you know, like, high-tier, high-frequency decks for months, but people still playing them. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I'm still playing Vampires. Nobody, nobody fucking plays Vampires anymore. It yeah, can still I'm, I'm game, trying to make... It's, still a, it's a really fun deck. And I'm trying to make a water deck work can, right now. Somebody figured out you can use Transcendent Crystals with it. Word? And, oh, have you not seen the Transcendent Crystal Vampire deck? No. Oh, it's sick, because uh, you have to discard to get those... Um, to get your crystal beast in your fellow trap mm -hmm. zone. So you're putting so the you're vampires running. already in the graveyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't have to do anything for it. So you just activate your skill, throw your familiar, or throw your uh, your retainer to the grave, and then you've got your pegasus. Then you're running uh, Crystal Regeki, which of is a dope-ass card. Exactly. So then you've, got, then you've got free targeting. So like, if you're playing against Red Eyes or whatever, you want to fuck them up, just throw your Regeki. They have to burn something to neutralize it. Mm -hmm. Then you summon Vampire Vamp, and you've got the Red Eyes, and you win. That's like, true, it's just, wow. It's fun. Like, and you know, like, it's harder. It's harder than it was to play initially, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, like, I've been playing it without Transcendent Crystals because I've been playing the Bandit version. Oh, God. So, like, it's really easy to, to lose life points as Vampire. And just swipe and up somebody's just, macro. Yeah, you just get hit, and most people are only running one macro card. Yeah. You know, one, maybe, maybe two, because... Again, Konami does something good, they ban stuff like Treacherous. So you mm -hmm. can't just throw Treacherous in any deck now, because if you want to run, you want to run Dojo, get run Treacherous. If you want to run Econ, yeah, get run Treacherous. So, like, there's, there's stuff that goes that, like, I feel that Konami just did something right when they limited Treacherous, and I want them to do it more. Yeah, they definitely should do something like that more. Like, I want them, I want them to semi-limit, like, again, those staple cards, like your Cosmic Cyclone, Galaxy Cyclone. Like, and I feel like the next logical step would be for them... Okay, maybe you can help me understand this, because I don't understand it exactly. Right. But I heard people on YouTube talking about it. 
how like if you're gonna play a structure deck, you have to play certain cards of that structure deck to make it be a thing. It's like a three three in a row, three in a line. I remember what it's called. But basically, it would mean you couldn't flash like the Neo engine into like a Red Eyes engine or into something else because um, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't would let not, you. It wouldn't let you go yeah. into. Okay. So, so it wouldn't be like on a semi-limited or a limited list or anything like that. It would be like if you're gonna play like Neos Fusion, you have to play, you know, you have to play Neos. You have to play all these other Neos cards, like like Neos Connector just, and you, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like like you're not gonna be playing Kawaki Neos or Cyberdark Neos or anything like that anymore because that's not like a thing. Okay, I understand that, but I know that the player base is gonna be annoyed, even like when it comes to the TCG. Um. Uh, engines are always going to be a thing like oh, yeah, Neo, Neo, sure, the Neos sure. engine as annoying as it is and how annoying it is as like a, an additional boss monster to any trash deck that they can all of a sudden become competitive engines are like if you look in the TCG I want you to like check out like Danger Orcus in the TCG it's literally like three engines and Orcus cards are like maybe 10 out of 40 cards in the deck Yet the the board it ends on is only it can only end on that because of the engines that it runs in the deck and the engines are what right. facilitate the deck. So like I feel like you can't tell people to stop running engines in some way, shape, or form. Like I know that it's gonna annoy the shit out of us, but like the Neos engine is the Neos engine because it works and it sadly it works. Like I feel like if they gave us Neos fusion, they sh maybe shouldn't have given given us Brave Neos because Brave Neos is the only reason why. You can get the Neos engine because it says Neos monster, uh, uh, elemental hero Neos plus an effect monster, which is why it's so splashable into so many other decks. If they, if we right. had to run things like, um, like H H air, air Neos or stuff like that, like the things that require Neos, uh, elemental hero Neos and a Neo Spatian or another uh, like, type yeah, or stuff like that. Card, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Then maybe the Neos engine wouldn't be a Neos engine because we wouldn't have Brave Neos then. Like I feel like that's what we should have gotten. But we did get Brave Neos and, and I'm not and I'm not like inherently against like engine. Like I can I can understand its effectiveness. I just like in a game like dueling, it feels too easy to pay true. to win. It's like yeah, with it, that. Because it, you paid for a one card so, boss monster that protects itself that can toss anything in the graveyard yeah. that you need to set up. Yeah. It's it's annoying. And it's so, it's so unga -bunga. Like, it really is. It like, really is. Like, at least, at least with Red Eyes, because you can say the same thing with Red Eyes. Like, Red Eyes is totally an engine, because you can throw that in a whole bunch of different stuff. Yeah, as long as it's like, a, war, a warrior-based deck, you can toss in Red Eyes and that. I mean, I've even seen, like, Red Eyes 6 Sands. Like, Dude, I just I saw Red Eyes UAs. But you can, you can do it with so much stuff. Like, Red Eyes Tomb, like, you're not even summoning, you're not even summoning Red Eyes, like, uh, the Red Eye Flash Dragon with it. Like, you're literally just using, like, Insight and Spirit and getting Red Eye Tune. But to get Red Eye Tune, you had to get the Red Eye Structure Deck. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that kind of engine makes sense to me. But I feel like in a game like Dueling, where you don't have maybe so many answers, or it's not so easy to get so many cards down, like, a card like Brave Neos is a little weird and a yeah. little overpowering. And especially with Neo Fusion, how it protects you in the grave. When they did that with uh, Machine Angel Ritual, they yeah, quickly limited that thing. Yep. But the only reason they did it is because it was a level up reward and it was a farming reward. You didn't mm -hmm. pay for it. So it's like that—that's the thing that I think kind of is hypocritical to me when it comes to dueling. If nobody had to pay money for it, they will—they will limit it immediately, no questions asked, no problem. But if somebody had to pay for it, 
they're a lot more hesitant about it. And I don't understand why when the effect is the same. Like you're still causing detriment to your game. Yeah. And with that, I'm going to leave it that question open to whoever is listening. How do you guys feel about like the SRURs not getting limited from the boxes? Also, the structure decks just running free in the PvP. I want to know what you guys think. I'm going to uh, leave my Twitter so you guys can respond to me there uh, at ProBenchWarmer underscore. Um, also, Bishes. Bish, if you want to leave, leave your links, go ahead, man. Sure. I'm, a, I'm at Bish, B-Y-S-S-H-3 on Twitter. Um, I talk about all kinds of things, not just Duel Links, but it's a lot of Duel Links lately because that's just what I'm into right now. Yeah. But yeah, I want to yeah. leave you guys like... Find me, answer that question. I would love to hear what you guys think about. And that being said, get out of my brain already. <laughs>